a six or a cold ones, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Oh, I got a delicious drink in my hand. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, I didn't get a fucking drink. Like, what am I new at this? Well, it's been a long time. It has. I, uh, oh man, readjusting all my shit here. Mm, tried a new chair. The other chair was a little, a little too much of a low rider. I was having a lot of trouble getting out of the fucker. I mean, get yourself comfortable, whatever you need. <laughs> well, um, you know, we haven't talked in a long time. Uh, it's it's my fault. I take <laughs> I take full blame for this. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, we're back in like week eight, and that reason yeah. is uh, double fold. One is because hey, you really don't really need to be thinking too much this part of the season. It's now the major. It's don't panic. But part B is uh, well, I'll let you tell them. Well, I uh, I did some coaching. Um, I you know did the public school service thing and said oh, I'd help and uh before you know it I was uh head coach running the middle school football program and then uh was assisting with the varsity program and um between work and football 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 uh I just didn't have time to talk much about football. Uh, you didn't you didn't want to talk about football? I wanted to. But, uh, you know, I had to do football, so I didn't have time to talk about the football. Um, but that being said, you know, now the football's over so I can talk about football. <laughs> yeah, get your focus back on football. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> I also uh, last week just got, like, hella sick as well. So, oh, um, that's right. Yeah, so I'm kind of uh, – I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling quite uh, – I'll use the word vibrant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Vibrant would be a good term for me. Uh, um, uh, that could have gone a lot of directions. I heard the V and I had a little bit yeah. of panic. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um, but, you know, how have you been? Feeling very vaginal today. Oh, well, that was, <coughs> that's great. <coughs> Wangus. Um, so, <coughs> you know. We we could we could cover so many things, um, you know, to get back into it. But I guess <clears throat> I'm gonna just um, throw out one broad stroke on my opinion on the football season thus farly. It's a shit year of football. Yes, like like it's bad. Like what happened? Parody has caught up with the NFL <clears throat> where literally you, there's no separation between these teams. And right. when you have three guys get hurt, I mean, look at Pittsburgh's defense week one. I was right. like, Oh my God, Trubisky is going to ride the coattails of this defense to a Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. lose TJ Watt. And now they're middle of the pack yeah. maybe. And they're flush with first round picks, but losing that one guy turns mm-hmm. that defense from all time to uh top, 20 yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy all the things that have happened uh we'll we'll get into it injuries rookies all that stuff but yeah i like you know i i've seen more scoring at a church camp (laughs) um it's 
it's really weird. And, you know, most of our listeners know I'm a Denver Broncos fan. Um, and yeah, there's been some, and I'm starting, you know, I'm feeling sorry for myself being a Broncos fan, but really I look at it and I was like, you know, what about the Buccaneers fans? And what about the Packers fans? And what about, you know, all these other teams that are just like, I just listed off like, you know, think about this. Think about the amount of touchdowns that Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady have been putting up combined. It's right. horrible. It's like horrible. Like three of them combined don't equal what one of them would normally be. Yeah. That is my biggest take in the NFL is just the amount, how quickly veteran performance has fallen off and then just how sad the – the offense in the NFL has become. I I would legit say right now, <laughs> if I look at all 32 NFL teams, I trust the Bills and the Chiefs to score points. Right. right. And and after that, it it really is any given <clears throat> Sunday. It really is. It's been so long since we've been on a road trip together, and. Uh, I was going to say that was your big change for the off season is you uh, you got into the coaching, which is going to color your uh, your analysis from here on out. Um, for me, the big change was I think I documented it on the pod last year. I have been consistently I have a problem. I have a fantasy yeah. problem. You yeah. know, it. I know it. Yeah. Uh, our dozen listeners know it, but I have been working on it. Damn it. For yeah. the better part of a decade. I quit baseball. I came back. Anyway, every year I drop a football league and I pat myself on the back because it's not easy. I don't, nope. you know, I don't want to do it, but I right. cut one and I always wind up with more than I started with. Yep. And, and yep. that happened again this year. So finally, I took the towel and I fucking threw it in. And I said, you know what? I don't care. Give me all your football leagues. Mm-hmm. Bring them all to me. I will join them all. Now I am in a fifth dynasty. So when uh, uh, last year, when I would make reference to my own shares, it was in increments of 25 Uh, this year, uh, five dynasties, 20 percent. So it's going to change the metrics. Uh, uh, That's uh, yeah, that's the long and short of it for me. Uh, Guess what? Guess what? What's that? We've got our breaking news live on the show again. Oh, no way. James Robinson just got traded to the Jets. Wow. Right now. Holy shit. Yeah, that just happened. I'll always remember where I was when that happened. So me and my cat were down here getting high. Punch it in, Mr. Pants. Now, if you had taken your own advice, that would you'd only have to think about that in relationship to three leagues. But now you have to think about that in relationship to nine leagues. Well, that is true. I am actually up to nine. Um, That is the full number. Um, but five dynasties. So, you know, like I said, I'll only be talking in increments of 20%. So Robinson moving that affects my own share. Okay. The math is going to be harder because I have to do it by twenties now. Um, 0% of my leagues. Yeah. I started James Robinson last week. Yeah. I actually tried to make a move for him a week or so ago. I thought maybe the value had dipped enough. He'd clearly fallen out of favor in Jacksonville. Um, but wow, didn't see that coming. Well, I feel like we have, I feel like we should really, um, just hop right into the car. 
Um, you, yeah, I think you're right. It's been I, a while. It's been a while. I think we've got <laughs> so much to go over. And I was thinking about, you know, we talked about, <laughs> should we talk about rookies? Should we talk about this? That I feel like, uh, I feel like this is a longer road trip. I'm going to call it like a, like a Highway 61 revisited sort of feel. Okay, like you're going from Dubuque, Iowa, and you're crossing that bridge into Wisconsin. You're taking it all the way up and maybe over past La Crosse and into Minnesota, all the way up into yeah. Dillon country. Yeah, and, you know, that runs all the way down to uh, the Gulf, too. So I'm just like, true, true. I think I think we just got to run the gambit tonight. I, I really think, like, we've been away from it for, you know, since right before the season started. Uh, there's so many things I want to say. I don't think I can get on a topic without just meandering off into a, right. a back road, taking a turn and winding up in some ditch outside of yeah. B-Town. Right, exactly. So if you're if you're game, I mean, I, I've got plenty of, of liquor for the drive. Um, I've right, got, let me get a drink here. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is a Monday night. The Bears and Patriots will be on the television, which means I don't have to watch football tonight. Um, right. We've been absolved of our responsibilities of following yeah. along. Right, exactly. So uh, I say we just uh, let's just hop, let's just hop on in and let's talk about these teams. We'll cover the rookies. We'll cover injuries. We'll cover uh, you know how they're doing. Are we surprised? Are we uh, impressed? I think we just go for it. You game. That was like a six-ounce pour of bourbon. Um, oh, I didn't you, Well, I, I wanted to make sure I got the sound, so I poured long. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I got the sound, so uh, what's your fuck. What's your bourbon tonight? What's your drinking? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, oh, it was, it was, you know what it is. It's got to have the word quality in it. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're still working on the quality house from last year. <laughs> last year's quality house. <laughs> I, I am <laughs> drinking... Okay, I'm going to sound pretty snooty here, but I'm drinking Buffalo Trace oh. in, in a locally uh, fresh-pressed cider. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, one, of, one of my... Uh, I say, my uh, word, Jeffrey. I will say this. One of my uh, assistant coaches brings me fresh, homemade, hard-pressed cider. So in turn, oh. I, I brought him freshly smoked brisket today. Damn. So, yeah. I, I think you got the better end of that one. It's a good exchange. Yeah, True. Well, Everybody's happy. That's like one of those trades where everybody wins. I'm like, I'm never going to press my own cider. He's like, I'm not going to smoke my own brisket. Like, let's be friends. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a dynasty road trip. Uh, <clears throat> ready to talk about Hotlanta. You know, I think the word I'm going to keep using tonight is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, every one of these situations is interesting. And I just want to start by pointing out that I have lost uh, one of my sizzling hot takes from the preseason. Sizzling hot takes. I said that Ritter would take over that job in Atlanta by week mm-hmm. six. It did not happen. So unload your scorn upon me. I've well, done a real bad job. I will say this. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say this is exactly this is kind of exactly what happens with fantasy football. Atlanta's a really great starting point. We thought the usable guys on that team would be Drake London and Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah. Well, it turns out that the guy, the only guy that people are really starting, I mean, you have to start Kyle Pitts, but he's been pretty bad. 
Drake London started off hot, but he's been pretty bad of late. But Marcus Mariota expected, yeah, right. Marcus Mariota has turned into a great running quarterback. Is that one of those things where the NFL kind of caught up to his skill set? Yeah, it was like you know now we play it that way. Yeah, he's got 237 rushing yards on the year and three rushing touchdowns. Let's talk about rookies. You know, Drake London. He's you know. He was the top wide receiver. You can't be too disappointed in that. Um, no, but if on, you had taken our advice on this, we basically suggested that Atlanta's offense would be anemic, uh, mm-hmm. which I said in turn caused me to say they would throw in the towel by week six on the quarterback. So, yeah, yeah we weren't expecting a whole lot out of him. Well, they are. What's kind of surprising is Atlanta has become a really good rushing team. Uh, Cordell Patterson, when he wasn't hurt, was a legit weapon to use, which, again, we were probably wrong on that. Um, But, yeah, but I was right for, like, 10 years. Yeah. You know, I'm 10 for 11 on Cordell Patterson. Yeah, good work. Good work. Yeah, if you listen to me, you'd have been right most of the time. He's on IR. They're using Tyler Algier. But, like, again, like so many teams, like, you feel good about a running back who gets you 60 yards and a possible touchdown. So, yes. Atlanta is um, – they are tied for first place at three and four. Ah, damn. Right? Hot Atlanta. Let's go down to the Carolina Panthers. Oh, man. Hold so, on. I'm going to get a drink. Well, no. Here, here's the key to being – the key to Carolina being successful for the rest of the year. They traded away Christian McCaffrey, and then they Salary went ahead. dump. And they went ahead the next week and beat Tampa Bay. Right. Which makes their uh, dollar per win uh, really, uh, really go down. Yeah. Would you say so? I will say this. Carolina was probably outside of Christian McCaffrey. I don't think you could start anyone. Anybody. No, No you couldn't. You couldn't start Baker. There's no tight ends. They throw to DJ Moore was just terrible. He was terrible. I, I mean, are we talking about a team that's starting like. Are they going to have to start P.J. Walker? Like, really, at this point, does it matter if you start P.J. Walker, Baker Mayfield, or Sam Darnold? Does it matter? No, and it doesn't even matter what the goal is. I mean, if the goal is to tank, take your pick. Well, they don't have the option. All three of those are tanking quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. If you're like, hey, guys, we want to win. Well, take your pick. Hey, guys, we want to lose. Fucking take your pick. Miami should have had this quarterback backfield to – when they wanted to tank instead of trying to pay the coach, they should have just said, no, no, let's go get, right. let's go get a quarterback room like Carolina. Um, I don't know. I respect it. I mean, you got two guys that were high picks in the first round. You're taking your shots. They're doing it on the cheap. Like I said, at this stage, the dollar per win uh, ratio is upticking in yeah. uh, Carolina. Plus you, you're getting draft picks back. The roster, the salary has been reduced Every win from here on out is gravy. If I were you, I would play no one. Uh, give me your give me your DJ Moore rest of season take. <sighs> Four hundred yards, three touchdowns. Rest so of the far? way out. No, the rest of the way out. Yeah, that would that would be more. That'd be better than what he's done so far. Okay, um, <clears throat> where's he at? Three fifty and one. Uh, no. He's averaging 39 yards a game. Mm. Um, his best game was this week with 69 yards and a touchdown. Nice. So, um, 
Yeah, I yeah, just, it might be a guy if you just on the sheer talent standpoint, you might want to go take a swing at him right now. Um, yeah. If you feel that his talent, because th- there's guys that are in good situations and there are guys that are heavy on talent, and sometimes those things don't sync up. So you take a flyer on the talent and hope that uh, the situation around him will change eventually. They are the worst team in total yards per game as an offense. Um, but we do we do have to talk about one thing because let's be honest what what we have learned through eight weeks is that running backs are a goddamn disaster. We we always know that, right? But good lord. So what do you do uh, with Donta Foreman and, and Chuba Hubbard for the rest of the year? Did you? See, uh, are you aware of what they did this week? By the way, uh, Foreman's numbers look good. If I recall, Hubbard didn't do a whole lot and possibly left injured. Hubbard sprained his ankle. I'll, I'll give you the line. Foreman had 118 yards rushing uh, on only 15 carries and two catches for 27 yards. Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, Chuba, whatever you want to call him. You know what? You just made the list. He had 63 Chubba, Chubba. yards and uh, two catches for 10 yards. So anyways, I wish there's – I would say this. If one of those guys was a clear-cut starter, I would actually spend a decent amount of money and try to get him if I needed a guy for this year. Right. Because <clears throat> um, there's going to be volume, and that's hard to find right now. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to New Orleans. First of all, with the Saints, again, like um, quarterbacks, I'm not starting a quarterback for the Saints. Um, Elvin Kamara, it, he feels like, like he's – done to me can i say that like mm. like like i just don't he's broken 100 yards once he does get a bunch of catches that keeps him relevant i was gonna say he put up a fucking crooked number on me a few weeks ago in one of my leagues and uh you played him th- three weeks ago where he had 103 rushing yards and 91 catching 91 yards catching. <sighs> that, that would be it i scored like 24 some shit so it does look like – I will say this. It looks like from his game log, if Andy Dalton stays as a quarterback, he catches a lot more balls than when Jameis Winston is there. Okay. So he's <clears throat> of, he's he's that old you know, saying of like – Old you, reliable. Yeah, you want Dalton, then he's good. Um, like, like Kamara, maybe, maybe a bilo candidate based off age and that he hasn't had a huge, huge – like two touchdown game, but he might be a guy if you're looking to buy running backs, you could get. Um, yeah, he's got the volume. So as long as he's healthy, um, you won't have to worry about that much. I went into the season hating Michael Thomas, and I continue to hate Michael Thomas for fantasy yeah, it was, football. I was out um, on that. And I really love Chris Olave as a rookie. And Is he it, probably one of the top rookies this year? He's been performing. I feel like he. I feel like personally, unless I'm missing something in the wide receiver rookie class, I feel he is the rookie. He is the rookie wide receiver to own. Right. In fact, I would all. I would. I would argue. Sky Moore and Christian Watson going super high, and Traylon Burks, Drake London. Right. Alave is really as far as the wide receivers go. He's really the guy. So, I, I guess in New Orleans, I. I like Alave and I like Kamara. Uh, and outside of that, it's just kind of what we thought would happen. Michael Thomas being hurt. Yeah, it's yeah, not, not much more to talk about there. Um, then let's round it out with the really disappointing Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
I don't know. I don't want to say age is caught up to Brady because I've said that. Say for, it. Say no, it. I don't. Say I, it. Say I said it. that like ten years ago. I know, but it's true. I don't actually. I don't think it is true. I think. I that, don't think. Uh, yeah, it, 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 there are a couple of bounces away from winning these games, and if he wins these games, nobody's saying Brady's done. They're like, oh, he's still doing it. It's really weird though. Like the parallel between Tampa and Green Bay right now is amazing. It really is. <laughs> You know, the, the difference is, I guess, I guess here's the difference. Okay, out of all 32 NFL teams, where do you think the Tampa Bay ranks as far as passing yards per game? And then where do they rank for rushing yards per game? Any any guess? Um, rushing, I'm going to put them um, 26 or lower. And passing, I'm going to put them uh, under 20. Okay. They're seventh overall in passing. Oh, I was gonna say he's flinging the ball. So okay, See? okay. So let so the the Tom Brady thing is perception. They're they're dead last in rushing. Yeah, and and I don't know if you've noticed over the last few games, but uh, Rashad White seems to slowly be. They're trying to. They give him more and more carries every week. Leonard Fournette is. Uh, he's cheaper. I mean. Yeah, I mean Leonard Fournette has not gotten more than 65 yards in a game this year yeah fat lenny must not have come into camp i i thought we were uh we we cautioned not to worry about lenny's conditioning and and honestly i don't know if i want to put it on lenny i've heard the their o-line is beat up it is and that would explain a lot i mean it's like pittsburgh last year and well and this year there's no lanes uh anything the running back gets is uh all on him and it's impressive even if the per carry numbers look like shite Yep. Yep. No, that is, that is true. I mean, in Tampa, I mean, really, I think you gotta, you gotta say like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Are the only two guys that I'm currently excited about. I don't think you can be starting Tom Brady on right. the regular because he's not getting the touchdowns to go with the passing yards. And, and there's some turnovers in there. I mean, they put up three points against Carolina this week. That's insane to me. Yeah. That is yeah. insane to me. Like, yeah, I, I can't understand. I can't really gather what is going on there, but it's not a one-off. It's consistent. They're, they are three and four. Well, I think it's like I say. If, if there's no running lanes and you don't have time, nothing happens. It sounds like he basically yeah. just hucked the ball at Mike Evans about nine times plus yeah. uh, the other day. So as he's uh, just getting crushed behind the line, that's the problem. Right, and. <laughs> I hate to oversimplify it, but that really is it. If there's no running lanes, the running back can't run. If there ain't no time, the quarterback can't throw. If you've got a pocket, uh, you know, Brady's going to do what Brady does. Yep. Um, all right, let's go to the north. Look, there's a team we can get out of the way real quick. Chicago Bears. <laughs> David Montgomery is the only person that you can start. Right. And Probably hanging on to Herbert. Stash him got, in the pocket there. Can't not. His talent right. is too high. When you uh, know, if Montgomery's a starter, you have to start him. If he's hurt, Herbert, you have to start. And I would say, I don't think it's necessarily the best situation. Anyone who plays for Chicago is not in a good situation. But I would say, right, Herbert's probably in the top five of backup running backs to own if the starter gets injured. Yeah. Right, like he's just too good to. I have him in a. I have him in a lot of leagues, and 
and I cannot cut him right now. I just can't bring myself to do it. No, somebody would somebody would remember that game and and scoop mm-hmm. him up. There is absolutely no wide receiver to own in Chicago, even Darnell Mooney, like yeah, I mean, we we labeled it the offseason. That is a cornucopia of shit. It really but is. Uh, it, it was last year as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Robinson, I love, wasn't playing well. But Mooney shined in that. So I thought, yeah. huh, well, he'll be the shiny apple in your cornucopia of shit. But that has not been the case. They're dead last in passing yards per game and second in rushing yards per game. You know, J- Justin Fields is so bad at passing, his running doesn't even offset it. Like, huh. it's not enough. Like, you know, we had those Lamar Jackson years where you're like 180 yards passing, but look at all of his rushing yards. Justin Fields is like three yards passing, but 70 <laughs> rushing yards. Like, that gets yeah. me seven. Yeah, you're like, okay, that's not good. So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah let's let's move on. Um, yeah, the the Comet thing. I never bought into the Comet thing, no. and uh, that panned out right where I thought it it would. Uh. Yeah, yeah, Cole Comet, uh, wasted talent. No, I mean, say, do yourself a favor and sandwich a vowel in there, and Comet. You know, oh, Comet. yeah, there. That's what I'm saying. Cole Comet is like, man, hit him down the seam. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but Why aren't you getting like, that guy the ball? Much like the Bears, they're missing a good O. Comet. It sounds like a stifled sneeze. Yeah. Like, come in, come in. like what was that? Nothing. Nothing. Carry on, Gary. <laughs> uh, let's move to the Lions. I think um, surprisingly wow. a, a good offense, but they cannot seem to avoid the injury bug. Amon Ross St. Brown looks great, but he's in and out of the lineup. Uh, Jared Goff is is fine, but his weapons keep going away. Like DJ Shark keeps on getting hurt. DeAndre Swift is hurt. Like, yeah. I do think I would say if this team stays healthy, I'm all in on every every part. Uh, I'm in on Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm in on TJ Hawkinson. I'm in on Jared Goff. I have a podcast where I talked about my love for Jared Goff before the season started. And I'm all in on DeAndre Swift, except poor Jared Goff. None of those guys around him are healthy. I don't think he's had Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson, and DeAndre Swift at the same time for all year. No. All year, like maybe for one game. So. Even uh, Reynolds has looked good. Yeah. So I would say this. To me, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift are by low candidates in a league. Yeah. I, I would go for those guys because as soon as they're healthy, they're going to put up points. That being said, the Lions are still fourth in total yards per game. Wow. Ninth in passing and seventh in rushing. <clears throat> wow. Because they're. Yeah, Williams has down. performed well. Uh, yes. Filling in. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to be behind. They're always going to have to score. This is this is like Jared Goff is the new Matt Stafford, <laughs> right? Maybe maybe near the end of Jared Goff's career, he'll be traded to the Rams and win the championship. No, <laughs> no, no. They're done with him. Uh, uh, I know uh, you can't get a fucking bag of old grapefruits for him. I have. Uh, yeah. I picked him back up in in twenty percent own yeah. share and put him on the wire and and uh, yeah, even he's, when they were blowing up, nobody wanted no, in on that because he's one of those guys that he's gonna have to be good for like a year and a half before anyone trusts him. He really is. I mean, he's just been a letdown for so many people for so long. 
Well, in, even this season, like you said, with the weapons leaving, I mean, he yeah. started out putting up a couple of, I think at least one 30-point game, and it's gone right to the crapper. Yep. Yep, it has. Uh, let's go to the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings. The, About I'll what be, you expected, right? I mean. Yeah, Jefferson's a stud. Adam Thielen is uh, going to get you a handful of points every week. He's Herbs reliable. Miss, hit or miss. Kirk yeah. Cousins is, you know, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and, he gets the ball. That's what kills me is like Thielen's a decent starter. Jefferson is going to put in a claim to the top wide receiver in the yep. league. But the guy that throws him the ball, like, I don't know if I want anything to do with him. It's uh, He's just like his numbers for the year so far. He's like, you know, he's just kind of what you'd expect. You know, it's nothing like he's right. got nine touchdowns and five picks. You know, it's just like mm. – He's very average. He feeds some good players, but uh, yeah. So I mean, if I go, if I look at that league, I want Jefferson. I want Delvin Cook. Thielen is a great bye week start at wide receiver if you need it. Um, He's Irv's a good guy down the down the stretch if you're trying to make a run this year. Yeah, he might be a guy to go buy in on. Uh, but dart throw, Irv Smith's a dart throw. If he scores a touchdown, you're happy. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's the story of every tight end this year. Yeah, every tight end, pretty much every year. Uh, let's go to oh this. This brings me joy. Yeah, done it though, just a little bit. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Not to, to the either of us or in any yeah, position. No, to be scoffing at anybody, but no, I'm, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna relish in this. Um, and and I I don't feel bad about it. So I'm gonna. Oh, I don't either. Say, I live in Wisconsin. Um, my whole life, you know, the last time I remember the Packers like. <laughs> being in this spot is when they had Don Mikowski. Um, <laughs> this spot is well, it's just like generational what, quarterback. You mean that? Like, I mean, they've had this amazing talent at quarterback forever. And I'm not yeah, it's like 30 years, but man, I, I don't, I mean, since Don Mikowski went down and Favre yeah, came in and t- took over for him. It's just, uh, but but what I really want to talk about is like a few of these players that we were high on, like what? Ha- okay, so I look at this season going into it, and it's like, first of all, I want to talk about AJ Dillon. Yeah, I was so down. big on him. Me too, and he's he's bad this year. So wrong. How how could yeah. I be? Look at look at those quads. How could how could I be wrong on that? He has one touchdown on the season. Yeah, I don't think he's getting that much, that many touches. No, he's he's yeah, it's it's not good, and it's surprising to me um, how not good it is. So th- so that blows my mind. And, and then the Jones player, just lighten it up. Jones is the only player that I feel good about starting in fantasy football. That whole team, yeah. I yeah. don't even want Rodgers out there right now. I, I have him in uh, I have him in like my family's redraft league, and it's like <laughs> I'm going to car. You can't go Rodgers right now. Not not and feel good about it. And no. that is weird to say. Isn't it weird? He's just not getting the urge. Although, check this out. You, you think about what Justin Jefferson is, is putting up this year number-wise, right? Right. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers has more touchdowns and about the same, if not more, yardage than Kirk Cousins right now. 
And I believe he's leading the league in uh, passes behind the line of scrimmage or some shit like that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's either that or like three within. Either way, they're not throwing it downfield. And I I don't even put that on Rodgers. It's because he doesn't trust his receivers. And that's because they don't have any. And that's because they don't have any money. And that's because Rodgers signed a huge contract knowing Devontae Adams was leaving. And he was like, yeah, we're going to have nobody. You guys haven't given me any help in in 15 years. And you're certainly not going to give me any help now that you don't have any money. But I'm fine with that. So, you know what? As long as he's cool with it, good for him. I'm, uh, I, I will enjoy uh, the Packers having a down season at their own behest. Uh, and, uh, it, it, yeah, I wouldn't uh, – I think you nailed it. Jones is it there. Yeah. And if any one of you comes at me with a fucking Robert Tunyon trade offer, I will come to your house. Dynasty Road Trip's about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. Yeah, Sir, is... I will take the, the white glove and you will get a glove slap. I will challenge you to a duel. Oh, a duel. Yes, do not bring your fucking Robert Tunyon offers to me. I saw him on the wire, too. I yeah. I didn't pick him up. Wasn't because wasn't I, I just, oh, yeah, outbid me. No, I don't fucking want him in his two touchdowns a season. Get the shit out of here. Wow, you that was a little bit of road rage for you on Robert Tunyon. I didn't know that. It was no that 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 hit a fucking nerve. Yeah, it did. I will tell you this. Uh, Aaron Jones and I don't really if he's healthy, I don't have a problem starting Alan Lazard. <sighs> yeah, I suppose. I That's had him the extent of it for me. I had a 20% own share and promptly flipped him around um in a package for yeah. a better wide receiver um let's move let's move out of there let's head to the west let's head to arizona um have you ever seen a quarterback be so dependent on one player to be good wow i mean good timing getting him back though i mean geez who do they have now it's the hopkins and robbie anderson yep yep well and i don't i don't think you're starting robbie anderson i'm not and Marquise Brown will be back. Uh, Rondell, I mean, it's oh, gonna, is he coming back? I didn't know the extent of that. He's on IR, but it doesn't sound like it sounds like it's a four week variety. Okay. Um, but I think it's going to be a mess at wide receiver. In the meantime, you got DeAndre. The one thing I will say, and I know you have, I know you own this guy in a couple leagues, but uh, what became apparent to me is that Kyler Murray likes himself a security blanket. And I think Zach Ertz was filling the DeAndre Hopkins void. And I think as soon as DeAndre Hopkins came back, Zach Ertz's numbers are going to drop off. Um, Yeah, they were down a little bit this week. I think I'm down to like a 40% own share in the Zach Ertz stock. Um, Got him on the, on the trade block in both of those leagues because I'm having a shit year. I am uh, not in the running. So if somebody can use, a quality veteran tight end to get you down the stretch and possibly all the way home. You, you yeah. give me a call, but but yeah. don't fucking bring no Robert Tunyon to the party because we'll have words. Yeah, he's gonna get upset. Just be warned. Yeah, don't. Um, uh, we'll we'll talk Ertz trade, but if you bring up fucking Tunyon, it is over. Let's talk the backfield. Um, uh, James Connor has. You know, I think last year was a fluke more than the norm for James Conner. 
just in that he stayed healthy all year. Yeah. 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 I, I just think that we're now going to, I think that backfield is going to be one of those things where like, if you own James Conner, you better own Eno Benjamin. And if you own Eno Benjamin, you're going to have a hard time cutting him when James Conner is healthy. Even so, though his value will go down to nearly zero, but right. Oh, potential touches. Would That's we put the e- name of the game. Would we put Eno Benjamin on the Khalil Herbert sort of plateau? I don't know because they've got like three other guys back there. Kenyon, yeah. uh, who's who's the other guy? Ingram or something? He yep. had like eleven points this week. He's he had touchdowns though. Okay, so he, basically you're talking about a five point day. Yeah, he didn't like like yes, he got a, he got a sneaky goal line touchdown, but Daryl Williams is still out there. Anyways, I would say. For me, like I own Eno Benjamin in the league now, and I'm like, damn it, he had a really good week this week, and now I'm like, yeah. I have to hold on to him. Yep, that's that Raheem Mostert curse. Yep, yep. So let's move on to uh, the Seahawks. <gasps> what the fuck? I mean, seriously, well, we all knew like, Geno Smith was gonna fucking kill no, it, didn't we? No, I think no. we said that on the pod, right? We're like Geno Smith, right? Right. Actually, we said he survived the Jets, and mm-hmm. if he can do that, he can do anything. So, right. um, we were, yeah, we were, we were joking, but it turned out to be real. Um, he's <laughs> he's a legit okay fantasy football quarterback. Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett do not hold the fantasy value they did with Russell Wilson, but they haven't completely fallen off the table like we thought they might. Do we have a prognosis on Metcalf yet? I heard he was, might actually be back as early as next week, so he's going to really? be okay. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. Well, I saw him get carted off, and I was like, well, what are the odds he had to take a shit twice? Well, he didn't have to take a shit. His ankle took a shit on him, but he's going to be okay. Yeah, because for a split second, I'm like, no, 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 maybe he's got to take a dump again. But Right. I, I would say the biggest story right now out of Seattle is I, I do believe far and away – Easy to say, even at this point right now, I will put my stake in the ground. I will claim it. I will say this. Sizzling hot takes. Kenneth Walker is the rookie of the year for fantasy football. Already done. Put it on the board. Check, set, match. He's the guy. Oh, sizzling hot takes. Yeah. I'm just saying Kenneth Walker is going to blow up. He's going to be great. Um, We'll get to Brees Hall who's the only oh. other guy who's in the running. He's out for the year, barring injury. Right now, though, Kenneth Walker, even before that, he's got something special. Um, yeah, I, I think he's probably – his window to buy him affordable is probably completely closed. It's but, closed after that game last week, yeah. But, man, if you wanted – yeah. Whoever got Kenneth Walker in your league, kudos to them. Um, it's paying off, and uh, of course, we should have seen that coming. We knew Rashad Penny would get hurt in some way, right? But, um, yeah, Walker is to me the rookie of the year already. Yeah, the only problem was being drafting high enough to get your hands on him in a dynasty. It just if you weren't uh, top three, top four, you probably weren't getting him. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the Rams. Uh, could mm. you put him as maybe the most? disappointing fantasy team from this year to from last year to this year. Well, there's always this like hardcore regression for the Super Bowl winner, but I'm honestly wondering if that thing with Stafford's elbow isn't a thing Um, because it's like, okay, Allen Robinson, not producing. I, you know what that 
I just wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I, it. The not happening isn't surprising me, but Stafford is not playing well. He's not. Somehow Cooper Cup still is. I was going to say, what has he been scoring? Because I've had to start Stafford in a handful of leagues. I believe I've got a 40% own share. Oh, yeah. No, Cooper Cup is, you know, 100 yards a game on average. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's right. He's right where he was last year. His touchdowns are down just like they are for Stafford. But the most telling thing for the the most, the biggest storyline for the Rams is that they have no running game. Like they're, yeah. thir- they're 31st in the league. So think about this. The Rams and the Buccaneers are the bottom two teams in the NFL for rushing. So, I mean, t- tell me a scenario where you feel good about starting anyone besides Cooper Cup. Um, I said I've had to start Stafford and it's been a had to. Um, yeah, he's not. He. Well, I've many- started to divest myself of Allen Robinson. If you can believe that I pulled off a trade. Yeah, I got a too. fucking two out of him. That's insane to me. He's it he's, was. I, I understood your love for Alan Robinson. I think what we've learned is that he actually did suck when he was a bear. <laughs> like, well, my love for Alan Robinson was based on that. He came into the league at 20 years old. He yeah. produced nearly instantly. And now that I look and see that he's 29. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got my money's worth out of Alan Robinson with the ninth pick in the third round. Yeah. Uh, boy, howdy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Rams are, I think the Rams, uh, I know they were very, very close to getting Christian McCaffrey. Did, did you hear that? Okay. Did you hear how that went down? Did you read that article? Sometimes when you're out on a road trip, having some cold ones, you get to talking. And then when you look up, you realize you have no idea where the hell you are. We call this one taking the scenic route. <gasps> I didn't even know. I knew they, like the day before, they had said he was on the block. I did not expect to see anything that fast. Um, I was, no, I know nothing. So apparently the story goes, you know, the 49ers gave up a second, a third, a fourth, and a future fifth. Okay. For Christian McCaffrey. Apparently the Rams also offered a second, a third, a future fifth, and a fifth. Because they did not have a fourth in next year's draft. Uh, okay. So San Francisco was able to get Christian McCaffrey. The Rams On the strength the, of that fourth. The strength of the fourth instead of a fifth is what was the tiebreaker in that deal. Both wow. teams were offering a second and a third to get McCaffrey. So fun story, fun NFL story. I believe the 49ers and Rams play this week. Oh, so let, let's just go right to San Francisco. Um, they got Christian McCaffrey. So if you, uh, own, yeah. if you own Christian McCaffrey, and, and I, have, I have a huge share of Christian McCaffrey in my leagues, uh, you're pretty happy because you know what they don't have in Carolina? That touchdowns. It's not a thing that they like, that they don't, they don't believe in those very much. So um, kind of exciting there. But if you're a Jeff Wilson owner or an Elijah Mitchell owner... I was going to say, are we to the point of divesting from the rest of that backfield now? Or do, th- or do you hold on to Elijah Mitchell because we're talking about McCaffrey here? The one thing that Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell just don't have that McCaffrey does is the catchability. Right? Like, he just, he's going to get six, seven catches a game. So, if you're talking about... Um, 
unless he gets injured, of course, then Jeff Wilson or Elijah Mitchell go back. But I, w- I would say this right. too. Like we haven't seen a scenario this year where Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell are the one and two backs, even if McCaffrey gets hurt. I think they. Right. So I, I will say this. Um, McCaffrey, obviously value to, in my opinion, goes up. Um, I like, I continue. I say George Kittle's value stays the same. I say Brandon Ayuk's value stays the same. I say Jimmy Garoppolo's value stays the same. I say Debo Samuel's value value just goes down a little. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think Debo Samuel is was put in the backfield to catch passes and run because they didn't have a guy like Christian McCaffrey. That's I fair. Worry, I worry a little bit about Debo, just a little. Um, I will tell you, I own him in a league, and I have started to maybe shop him a little bit. Oh, well. Yeah, that's also, I'll, I'll give that as a hot take that I do believe. Sizzling hot takes. The second half of the season, Debo Samuel will not do as well as he did the first half because McCaffrey takes away five or six touches out of the backfield from him. That's just <laughs> take. Um, outside of that, Niners, I mean, you still, you're still you still starting Debo. You're still starting everyone on that team. Except right. Jeff Wilson. Um, let's go to the Cowboys. Uh, let's, let's head up north. Or north. See? Fucking Cowboys. Because they're <laughs> not in the east. Going up to Dallas. Going up. No, no. Uh, let me correct myself. Let's go east to Dallas. We've talked oh, about this Oh, there you before. go. Yes. Right? Um, Dak's back. Um, it doesn't. Is it weird for me to say that doesn't change much for me? No, that's kind of how it feels. It's like now you kind of have to see it from him again. Like, it's like, all right, start all over and prove it again. Show me that you can still do this. I will say this. I do like Dalton Schultz a lot more when Dak is there. Yeah, he was a little banged up, but yeah, he wasn't quite seeing the target share that he had been getting last year. Yeah. I, I do I do think that Dalton Schultz is uh that that Dak Prescott looks for the tight ends more than Cooper Rush did. Um Elliott again is just this really boring but solid running back. Right. And Tony Pollard is a great like bi week flex play sort of guy. Mm. Outside of that, I need to see something from Michael Gallup before I'm gonna play him. The Giants. <laughs> Do you feel good about starting anyone on the Giants that's not named Saquon Barkley? Well, I've had to start Daniel Jones in a few leagues, and I had him started against me this last week. And I will just say this. Fire up the sizzling hot takes sounder. Sizzling hot takes. It strikes me as funny um, that everybody's on this Jalen Hurts train. Um You know, he's a decent passer. He's got some weapons. Most of his damage is done with his legs. Um, Athletic scores touchdowns. You can command value for him. Then you get to Daniel Jones, and they talk about him like he's garbage. And it's like, well, no, he's a decent passer. He's athletic. He does most of his damage with his legs. Like, you're describing the same guy, but one is worthy of a first-round pick, and one's floating around on the wire. Daniel Jones is the poor man's hurts. Yeah, the, what's interesting is the um, the Giants are number one in rushing this season and number 30 in passing. So if yeah, you're looking sounds at, about right. Right, so if you're looking at Daniel Jones, is like 
yeah, he's not a good quarterback. If you look at his passing yards, you're correct. But again, he's running the ball. So, I mean, really for me, Saquon Barkley is the only guy I feel good about starting. And Daniel Jones is a bi-week starter. And I will point out a thing that we had mentioned in the offseason that uh, nobody really had much interest in buying in on Bellinger. And, uh, well, <laughs> I didn't take our advice. I believe I'm now like a 60% owned share in Bellinger. He's uh, 6'5", and you know my well-documented problem with tight ends. Yeah, you do. Well, he just broke his face, so that's going to be a problem for you. Yeah, like he, like his eyeball like pop out or something? Like, yeah, what the fuck happened there? It, he has a broken face. Um, he really does. He needs eye surgery. Um, Crazy, and, man. Yeah, it's a freak injury. Like, someone got his, got their uh, face is their hand inside of his face mask. He's out for a while and he was like a borderline startable guy. He was just kind of coming on, but uh, yeah, he's broke his face. That's insane. Um, well, let's, let's, let's talk about the um, commanders. That's a mess. I will say this. Okay. We know, we know Carson Wentz is out for a while. Um, so Heineke comes in. Yeah. Heineke does one thing for me. And, and he's proven this before when he had to play for the commanders. Terry McLaurin value goes up now. Thank you. That is what I was just going to say. Uh, that aforementioned Alan Lazard trade that I made was uh, for Terry McLaurin. I believe I've made two trades for him so far this season. Bought him down, have a 40% own share. And as soon as Heineke came back, it's like, oh, there's my value. It just yeah. I felt like I was buying fucking GameStop stock. Yeah. That's sweet. To like the moon! The Brian Robinson slash wow. um, Antonio Gibson conundrum is real. Um, yeah, but if you listen to the pod in the offseason, we told you this guy's going to get shot multiple times, but then come back. Oh, so, we, we yeah, called that. Yeah, get a hold of his value accordingly. Don't get him before he gets shot multiple times. Wait till he has been shot, then yeah. pick him up because he's going to come back and perform right away. People, um, again, yeah. go back and check the pot. I'm sure it's in there. Yeah, value always, when someone gets shot, their value always goes down. Always goes down. That's yeah. a, that is some analysis you're not going to get on other yeah. fantasy podcasts. Because they just don't, it's not something they factor in. Getting shot, I mean, look, go back to Plaxico Burris. Mm. He was riding high coming off that Super Bowl, figuratively shot himself in the leg by literally shooting himself in the leg. Uh, value tanked. So keep an eye on that. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, they're in a spot where, like, the running back position is so thin right now in the NFL for fantasy football purposes. I, I don't mind starting either of those guys, just hoping that they get 50 yards and a touchdown because it's honestly, it's a lot better situation than a lot of other running backs right now. Um, you are, you know, if one of them gets hurt, the other one's value goes way up. Like let's say Antonio Gibson gets shot next week. Right. Um, right value, value going right down. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's proven. Mm -hmm. Literally um, the second the bullet hits him, 
value takes a nosedive. Yeah, it really does. So um, clear line on the yeah. on the graph at where that value drops. Yep. No, I agree. It's a good move. Um, let's go on to our last NFC team. Oh, it's, thank God. This this bourbon's really watered down. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna need a refresher on my alcohol. I obviously I, I think Philadelphia is the first team we're gonna talk about tonight that says I'm in on every piece. Really? I'm in on every. Well, let, let's okay. go down the list. You want to start Jalen Hurts every week? Yes, please. You want to start Dallas Godard every week? Yes, please. Yeah, you start Miles Sanders every week? Yes, please. You're going to start A.J. Brown every week? Yes, sir. You're going to start Devontae Smith every week? Yes, indeed. It's the first team I've seen that I will start a running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and the quarterback for that team. Hmm. Fair. I got no problem with that. The big question mark I had going into the season was Miles Sanders. You know, he's oft hurt. And the question was, I think last year, did he have some like weird thing that he like got yardage but never scored a touchdown? Hurts took all the <laughs> touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah, well, Mike Tolbert level vulturing. Right. So he has he has four touchdowns on the year. He's averaging 80 yards huh. a, a game. Um, really, really like Miles Sanders. In fact, I believe right now on the really? season he sits at like the eighth overall fantasy running back, ninth overall. OK, Um, just li- like the guy. Um, into it's it, funny because so. he's a guy that consistently over the last two years. Like I said, if we had a, a graph in front of us, a little chart, you would see that arrow just consistently going down and down and down. He's right back up there. Now he's got yep. production. Yep. Yep. No, it's pretty sweet. Well, that's the NFC. I think overall, I mean, like I just said, we went through 16 teams and only one of them do we feel good about starting all offensive players. Huh. Fair. Um, so... I'm going to go refresh this drink because honestly I'm driving too straight. Yeah, this is all watery. I uh, put ice in there and oh, the, when you news. pour yourself six ounces of fucking bourbon, um, yeah. give yourself an hour to drink it. Yeah. Christ all Friday. Well, you want to, you want to pull in here at this, uh, suspicious looking backroads bar. Yes. Because I have to piss wicked bad. Yeah, I'm going to go in and just mingle with the locals and give them my opinion on things and see how that goes. I'm going to take a wicked leak uh, behind this dumpster, and if a big cloud of smoke rolls in, uh, tell them not to worry about that. 